Hello everybody, this is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, April 28th, 2022. As I'm recording this, we are, our website is having either a denial of service attack or the server is down for whatever reason. So I'm hoping that this will get posted on Thursday because due to weather uh, it's that time of the year, so I'm having to kind of watch the weather, and unfortunately, they are promising rain tomorrow, right about the time that I usually do our short format vid chat. So I've postponed tomorrow's vid chat and moved it to next week at the same time. I have not yet made up the other vid chat schedule for the month of May, so... Uh, just stay tuned, but please do remember to always check the schedule. And uh, if I'm not there tomorrow and uh, unable to get the news and views posted, we're under some sort of attack. Anyway, I have a couple of articles here. If you're been if you've been following this situation in the Ukraine, and quite frankly, to me, a frustrating amount of lies coming from largely the West. I'm not saying that the Russians aren't capable of lying, but they at least seem to be doing a lot less of it <laughs> than, than the West. I have two articles here. One is from RT, and the other is uh, a very interesting article, apparently from a Swiss Army colonel by the name of Jacques Baud. And uh, first of all, the first article from RT says, quote, the U.S. is ready to accept neutral, a neutral Ukraine. The U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken told the Senate that neutrality or NATO is Kiev's choice to make. Ha! Yeah, right. But this is an interesting turn of events because recently the uh, Biden regime's sanctions czar apparently has resigned or taken himself out of the process so who knows there may be some sort of shift occurring within washington but let me read you a few paragraphs from this article in rt quote washington would not oppose the ukraine declaring itself a non-aligned neutral country according to u.s secretary of state anthony blinken's testimony at the senate on tuesday the U.S. seeks to arm the Ukraine to strengthen its hand at the negotiating table, but can't be more Ukrainian than the Ukrainians, and this ultimate decision will be up to Kiev, Blinken said. The crisis in the Ukraine, which Blinken visited over the weekend with Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, dominated Tuesday's hearing before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee on the State Department's 2023 budget. At one point... Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky voiced his concern that the Ukrainians were being pushed and goaded by half the members of the Senate who want them in NATO, and that they might have otherwise agreed to neutrality as Moscow had asked. Asked by Paul whether the United States would accept the Ukraine becoming a neutral state and not a NATO member, Blinken implied that Washington just might, quote, we, Senator, are not going to be more Ukrainian than the Ukrainians. These are decisions for them to make, unquote. Uh-huh, well, we'll see. And skipping a little bit here, 
The article goes on to state, Some in Moscow believe the U.S. and U.K. have influenced Kiev to backtrack from the talks with promises of support. The Russian Foreign Minister, Sergei Lavrov, said in a Tuesday interview, or partly a TV interview on Monday. He also said, this being Sergei Lavrov, that trying to negotiate directly with the U.S. and NATO did not give results, and I, I'm in that camp, folks. I, I, I have to be honest with you. I, I don't think that the West was negotiated in very good faith. But anyway, he says that the, the negotiations directly with the United States and NATO did not give results as they listened to Russian concerns and then ignored them, quote, rather impolitely, unquote, making it clear that it was not up to Moscow to decide its own security. Skipping way toward the end of this article, quote, if the West continued, quote, pumping the Ukraine with weapons, unquote, there was little chance of the peace talks succeeding, Lavrov said on Tuesday. While the State Department head was going to the Senate, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was in Germany organizing U.S. allies to ship more weapons to Kiev. Speaking with reporters after the meeting at Rammstein, Austin said he could see the Ukraine eventually joining NATO. Now, folks, in other words, that's sending two messages to Russia. Okay, we'll let the Ukraine be neutral, and at the same time, we'd like the Ukraine to join NATO, but it's all the Ukraine's choice. Okay, So in other words, they're prepping a narrative here, it looks to me, and as for Germany, you may or may not be aware that Germany sent some, uh, recently sent some antiquated obsolescent Gepard anti-aircraft uh, vehicles to the Ukraine. Uh, these are vehicles that came out, I believe, in the late 70s or 80s, so Germany's arming the Ukraine, but arming the Ukraine apparently with some obsolescent weapons systems. Now, I'm, I'm reading this to you and, and taking the view that that RT article is about the West sending conflicting messages once again. Uh, but I also want to have you look at this article, and it was published about a week ago, April 22nd. And this is the article about the Swiss Army colonel who had been an advisor, a Swiss uh, military advisor to the Ukraine by the name of Jacques Bode. And I'm going to, I want you to listen very carefully to the opening four paragraphs of this article. Then I'm going to skip a couple paragraphs and read three more towards the middle portion of this article. The article's titled, Ex-NATO analyst paints a completely different picture of the Ukraine war. And it mentions the retired Swiss Colonel Jacques Bode and his article, which is uh, apparently published in Switzerland. But this article is a summary of it. So here we go. Bode noted that the so-called Russian-backed separatists in Donbass were never supported in any way by Russia for the past eight years. After the Maidan coup in 2014, the Russian-speaking part of the population, civilians, were attacked by Ukrainian soldiers. In cities like Odessa, Mariupol, Lugansk, and Donetsk, massacres were carried out by them. Since then, a civil war has raged in the country. 
Bode was working as an Army analyst for NATO in 2014 when his team discovered that the rebels' weapons were not supplied by Russia, but by Russian-speaking defectors from the Ukrainian armed forces. There was a massive exodus after which Bode had helped to rebuild the image of the Ukrainian army. This turned out to be a long and arduous process. In the process, extremist paramilitary militias, including the Azov Battalion, sprang up. In 2020, 40% of the Ukrainian army consisted of these militias. He describes, this is Colonel Bode, he describes the members as cruel fanatics. Now listen carefully, folks. They were funded, trained, and armed by the United States, Great Britain, Canada, and France. The former colonel added that the U.S. President Biden announced on February 17th that Russia would attack the Ukraine within days. How did he know this? Since February 16th, the civilian population of Donbass had been massively bombed by the Ukrainian army. The European Union, media, NATO, and Western governments nevertheless kept mum that this was happening. And now, finally, skipping to the, a few uh, paragraphs toward the end. According to Colonel Bode, there are three reasons for this war. The expansion of NATO, well, we knew that. Refusal of the West to implement the, implement the Minsk agreements, we knew that too. And the large-scale attacks, attacks on the civilian population of the Donbass over the past eight years. Now, I want you to listen carefully to this one, folks. These final two paragraphs are, to me, perhaps the most disturbing, chilling part of these two articles because they're an indicator to me that the Ukraine is only part of the story, and there's another huge story brewing here. And I've suspected, I've said on many occasions, that I've suspected that there's much more to this story. We have the GMO policy of the Ukraine and Russia's GMO policy hovering in the background here. We have all of the indications of something very foul taking place in those bio-research labs in the Ukraine that the Russians uncovered, and so on and so forth. But now there are allegations concerning the weapons, and I've, I've talked about the possibility that the Ukraine is crucial to the financial cabal of the West because of its money laundering. I mean, just look at the Biden-Enco family and the manage, uh, the, they've managed to run a big grift in the Ukraine for their own benefit. Uh, I have to wonder if the Ukraine is not some sort of hub or center for black financial systems, for human trafficking, and so on. So these last two paragraphs are very important to listen to because there's an indicator here that there's another story altogether and that they're preparing for something and it may not have anything to do with the Ukraine at all. Here we go. And again, this is that same story about the Swiss colonel Jacques Bode. Large amounts of weapons 
are currently being shipped into the Ukraine by the West. Think Afghanistan here, folks. But these may find their way back to their countries of origin. A huge amount of small arms and small ammunition, anti-tank weapons, and handheld anti-air systems now constitute a serious long-term danger to the European Union and the world at large since these fit into a car trunk and can easily be smuggled across borders. Gangs in Sweden, the Netherlands, and Germany also probably already know this much. So there you have it, folks. I think they're possibly getting ready or prepping uh, yet another narrative of terror, so-called terrorist attacks in the West itself for further draconian measures. Folks, these people are just plain evil. So I don't know about you, but I've been praying accordingly. Uh, I've taken the gloves off, so to speak, as far as my prayers go. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views. Please bear with us. We're trying to get the website back up and functional. Remember, if I should be able to post this before tomorrow's vid chat, that I have moved the vid chat to next Friday uh, due to some weather issues. So that's it for today's news and views, folks. Bye-bye, everybody. I'll see you on the flip side, and God bless.